Hello and welcome to the Grace Sufficient Podcast. I'm Priscilla and this is Johnny. Hello. (laughs) We're so happy to be back with another episode for you guys. And we are wrapping up the Grace to Grow, Release Anxiety and Find Purpose devotional. And that is in the YouVersion Bible app. Um, You can find that in just the Bible app or online. And we'll leave it linked down below. I believe this is the last one, right? This is the last one. It has been uh, uh, an awesome ride and we're excited to see what else God has in store for, you know, the podcast and and the word that's going to be coming in next week for you guys. Absolutely. These devotionals have really spoken to us. And if you would like to go back and just watch the previous ones leading up to this one, you can go ahead and do that. But let's jump into today's and this one is called The Father's Heart. Jim was a self-made millionaire who loved working with his two daughters. Speaking of daughters, um, we have our child here with us. So if you hear little noises, we have Jonah in the background. I'm so sorry. Anyway, it says Jacqueline led the accounting department. He adored her steadiness and attention to detail, but she lacked the fire in her eyes like Evangeline. Jim grinned each time his youngest daughter pinned back her red locks and played boardroom hardball with incoming executives. One morning, Jim entered his office in the dark and found Evangeline sitting at his desk. She leaned back in his chair. Morning, Daddy. Can we talk? Jim clicked the door behind him. I want to discuss my shares of the company stock. I want to cash out now. Evangeline looked at her father square in the eyes. Caught of guard. Caught of guard. I couldn't see what that said. Sorry. Jim asked, honey, what's wrong? Do you need money? I thought you would one day take over and Jacqueline can have the business. I've made my decision. Jim sat speechless as Evangeline pushed past him. He called his attorney, signed the paperwork and gave Evangeline what she had asked for. Jim called Evangeline the next day, but it went straight to voicemail. He texted, but no response. Evangeline's social media accounts were all blocked. Rumors from friends placed Evangeline on a yacht with a football star. Tabloids showed her in an A-list nightclubs with revolving men by her side. Each morning, Jim kneeled and prayed for his daughter. Nine months passed with no word from Evangeline. One evening, Jim was signing off an email when his phone rang from an unknown number. Daddy, Evangeline's voice cracked on the other end. Oh, honey, are you okay? Where are you? I'm okay, Daddy. I'm downstairs. Can can I come home? Jim bolted from his office. In the company lobby stood Evangeline with her phone in hand, her red curls trimmed short to her head, freckled cheeks, tears streaked and a perfectly rounded belly. He rushed to his daughter and Evangeline sobbed into her father's chest. I'm so sorry, daddy. I thought things would get better. Shh, I'm glad you're okay. Welcome home, sweetheart. What a portrait of God's heart toward you and me. While Jim and his daughters are fictional, they are based on Jesus's famous parable, the prodigal son, found in Luke 15. This story captures the images of 
a son's rebellion and his father's forgiveness. Like Evangeline, the young man demanded an inheritance early and wasted it on wild living. When the money ran out, he found himself living in filth, certain that being a servant in his father's house was better than the streets. The young man returned home. Scripture says that the father's eyes were scanning the hills while the sun was still far away. When he caught a glimpse of the sun's shadow, the father took off running at full speed. He restored the young man with the finest robe, sandals, and a signet ring. When the world would have shunned his rebellion as disgraceful, his father celebrated the return of his son. Lift your head when shame tries to cast a shadow over your soul. If you feel unwelcome in your your father's house, I encourage you to turn to the Lord. He embraces all who call on him, like the dad in the parable. The eyes of the Lord scan the hilltops in search of a soul who needs him. The father runs to a surrendered heart every time. I know you have some stuff to say about this one. It's good stuff. Yeah. I I was like the whole time when you were like reading the story. Jenna has a lot to say actually. <laughs> no, but the the whole time when you were talking about the story, um, I was thinking about the parable of the project prodigal son. prodigal son. Yes, me too. And I was like, are they trying to do the same thing here? Like, mm-hmm. wow, this is too close of a story. But he gives it gives you a different perspective, which is like you know you always see him as a, as the son, but now he was like the daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And now you see like two fictional uh, parables that kind of talk about the love of a father for their kids and their son, and 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 it, it would be for for a person that has the love of God in their heart, because you know there there's a lot of bitterness in the world, and and like you said right here. The world would have would have um, looked at this as disgraceful and, and as a rebellion. Yet the father was awaiting for his daughter. So amazing. Yeah, his love never fails. And what I really liked is that hit the the person behind the story, Jim, or in the parable, um, the father is in expectancy. He is awaiting that return. And God is much like that. He is waiting with open arms, waiting for you to come back to him. So whenever you feel like maybe you failed at something, you failed at um, maybe living up to God's purpose in your life or being a good steward of the the calling or the talents that he's given you, or it could be a number of things. If you ever feel like you fart, fall short of God's glory, we do that every single day. We all do. We all fall short and that is just a nice reminder to know that God is always there waiting for us to to repent to 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 fall on our knees and say look I've I've messed up I I can't do this without you please will you take me in? and he always will greet us with open arms and there's nothing that will separate us from his love amen I think we all kind of relate on on this story no matter if it's in in the girl's perspective of the, of the parable found in the bible but the biggest thing here is that there are times where we where we end up doing our selfish things. Like we end up looking for the wrong relationships. We end up going for the wrong careers or, or we go looking for the right things for the wrong motives. You know, we're looking for all the things that, that God wants for us within within the bad timing and or not his timing. 
And, and you know, God always, you know, he gives you the option and say, hey, look, I do have a plan, a plan for you, a plan to prosper and not to harm you, you know, to give you hope in the future. But you you have to decide to to ask me to be able to reveal to you what that plan is for your life. And if you don't do that, you know, there, there's a there's a big chance that you're going to end up doing the wrong thing and, and just prolonging the beautiful, amazing purpose that God has for your life. And, you know, we, we might separate from God because of, again, bad friendships, bad relationship, by you know, careers, money, success that is found outside of him. And then God is so uh, is still waiting. He's like, hey, look, I'm here for you. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you did. It's like I'm not asking what you did in those nine months. All I all I know is that I want you here and I want you back. I want you back at home. And, and how comforting it is to know that no matter what you've done, you have someone waiting for you with open arms that won't judge you. You know, that, that will take you as you are because he already paid that price. He knew that you were going to come short of his grace. He knew that, that you were going to sin. And because he knew that, he already, he already did what was necessary to pay that price. He's just there waiting for you to come back to him. What story? You have a very similar story, but I don't know if you'll feel, if you feel comfortable sharing. Well, um, yeah, I, I I don't mind. Um, when when I was in my teenage teenage years teenage years, wow, I'm having a little trouble talking today, y'all. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, my relationship with my dad was a little shaky. I um. We just didn't see things the same way. And, you know, it, we were just at completely different places. And there was a lot of stress for him and a lot of trust for me and pressure. But long story short, we, we just got into a big fight. A big fight and, and I ended up moving out of my house uh, for, for a few months. And it was, um, it was difficult. I learned a lot of lessons in, in that time. And I think he did as well. It wasn't it wasn't a, a waste of time. I, th I believe that we both learned very valuable lessons with that with that time of pain and her and, and loneliness. And um, what I can say is that he did receive me with open arms when I was ready to come back. Uh, and and I do know that the reason why I'm here and the reason that, I, you know, my life unfolded the way that he did is because, first of all, I was humble enough to come back and he was humble enough to receive me. Without without that, I have no idea where we would have ended up. You know, maybe a separated family. I, I I have no idea. But all I can say is that you know we all kind of struggle with with things with our family and our loved ones. But at the end of the day, those are the people that will always be there for you, no matter what. That's amazing. Um, yeah, we all have our little prodigal son stories that we can relate to, I guess. And if you don't have one now, I, I'm pretty sure in life you'll you'll have something similar to that maybe it's not towards a parental figure maybe it's to a mentor or you know a, a spiritual leader or something um but it's it's like you said having that humility to recognize that you have failed at something or you have not ma made the best decisions that you could have and um not staying in it and not having that prideful spirit of well i'll just figure it out on my way mm -hmm. um I, i'm i want to come home it's it's more of what the sentiment is behind all of this also um think about it in the way you know if you're listening to the to this podcast and you're like 
well, you know, I'm, I just have too much going on right now. And, and I'm sure that God doesn't want me like this with all my flaws and imperfections and all the sins that I carry with me. But that is the furthest thing for, from the truth. The truth is that he, he died for you for those things. So he doesn't see you as a sinful you know, person that, that like, he doesn't see you how, as you see yourself. He is, sees is you as I'm redeemed. Redeemed. And yeah. he sees his, his son, Jesus, you know, because he, he died for your sins. And there's, there's a lot of people in this world that the reason why they don't have a relationship with God is because they feel ashamed. We see, they feel like, oh, God would not want me. But, but that is so opposite from, from his actual nature. He mm-hmm. does want a relationship with you. And he doesn't want you to fix anything. He just wants you to be open and willing to come into his presence and, and let him transform you from the inside out. It doesn't mean that it's going to go from one day to the other. Next thing you know, you're this per- this person that's almost perfect. It's not about that. It's about progression. And every day you'll get a little bit better. Every day the relationship with God it starts pointing out the things that you need to change in your life. The things that, you know, are stopping you from your actual true purpose you know, he little by little will reveal those things in a way that it's so amazing. And sometimes it can be a little painful, but if you are willing to let God work in your life, it just, just come as you are. It doesn't Mm -hmm. need to look pretty. It just needs to be done. Yeah. If, if you feel like this episode is really speaking to you and you find yourself in this position, um, I want to, I want to say this and I know we're wrapping up soon. But um, what is, ask yourself this, what is harder? What is more difficult? Is it keeping up with the life that you're living now and keeping, you know, keep going with the pattern that you're, that you find yourself in? What's more painful and what's harder? Or, or, or is it maybe turning towards God or turning, turning towards the people that love you, that have been looking for you, that have been maybe texting you and calling you and say, Hey, I haven't seen you in a while what's harder is is keeping up with the that facade keeping up with the lies and keeping up with the this version of you that isn't really you yeah let's <laughs> i thought you were going to go into the pause to reflect not pristina priscilla no. coming for the nine just well let's just read those three bullet points and wait <laughs> what sorry i just like let's just wrap I'm always, this up no it, here's why it's not because i i don't want to keep going with the episode it's strictly because we've been talking about like okay do we go into longer form episodes or do we keep it nice and short sweet to the point and so we're here looking at each other in the office and we're like okay um, mm-hmm. I, i'm trying to like read off of what you're no, saying yeah so there there's obviously much to say so much yeah. but but the 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 question that, so you have priscilla's question i'm gonna ask you this you think that the life that you're currently living in is what, what, what you want for yourself. Let me ask you this. If that's the case, and you truly know what's best for you, why do you feel so sad? Hmm. Why do you feel so depressed? Why do you feel so incomplete and with a void in your heart? If all those things truly were what God meant for you, you wouldn't feel complete, incomplete. You will feel fulfilled. You will feel accomplished. You will feel Content, lifted. Yeah. Uh, you know, all those things that only the Holy Spirit of God can provide for you while you still find the success in the relationship and the friendships and the family restored and all that stuff, right? 
there is only one place that that is designated for the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how much alcohol or drugs or sex. It it will never fulfill you. It would be. It's one of those things where like you enjoy it for one second and and then you you hear for the rest of the day feeling ashamed. And that's such a. I don't know. I can I can tell you this. I'm just extremely glad and grateful to God that I live live a life where where I'm surrounded by his Holy Spirit because I don't know how I could do that without him. And guys, if you only if you only knew like if you're listening to this place don't think it's just a coincidence that you're listening to this. There's a reason why you got to this point and you're listening to to what God has for you. And I encourage you question God and tell him God are you real? Are you truly are you truly wanting a relationship with me with all my mess and only and see if God will reveal himself to you as I promise you if you're ready if your heart's ready to to receive and and have a conversation with them this could be the tra- the beginning of the rest of your life it could be the transformation that you've been asking for it could be how all the tables will turn on your favor amen i love that In the three reflection points, it says, when we want to hide in humility, God wants us to receive grace. That's amazing. That grace that we don't deserve, but he gives it to us so freely. Um, And then the next one says, the father exchanges labels of shame and dishonor with the titles of son and daughter. The world's best cannot compare to the blessings in the father's house. And that's what Johnny was just talking about. And before we go into our prayer moment, um, I do want to add the a couple of songs that come to mind. I know we've been, or I'm trying to remember to every episode, um, recommend a song that kind of goes with the devotional that we just read. And so the song that is, um, coming to my mind is, uh, Graves into Gardens by Elevation Worship. If you want to listen to that one and then the other one is um what's the the title i'm not i am a child of god i'm no longer a slave yeah no longer slave uh i think it's bethel um and yeah just when you finish your this um this episode and you go into your quiet time and you want to you know do that part of your morning or afternoon whenever you're listening to this um give those songs a, a listen and and i hope that god can speak through them to you Absolutely. And, and if you are in a point, you know, right now in, in your life um, where you came across this and you know that God is knocking on your door, the door of your heart, I'm going to walk you through a simple prayer that, that will um, open up the kingdoms of heaven for you and, and that will make you a son or a daughter of God. And, and, and it's simple. The, the most important thing that I want you guys to know and, and understand is that you have to, by faith, believe that this is real. You have to know that God died in the cross for you and that he, he resurrected three days later and he became our Lord and Savior. So if you're ready, just repeat this after me. Father God, I come before you today and, and I admit that I'm a sinner. That my ways have been not the best. Lord, and that I believe wholeheartedly that your ways are higher than mine. Lord, I believe that you died on the cross and you resurrected three days later, Lord. Father, thank you for dying for my sins. Today, I make you my Lord and my Savior. 
And I, and I ask you to walk alongside with me, Lord, and, and hold my hand and guide me and transform me from the inside out, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we'll say amen. amen. And I'll finish out with this prayer that's in the devotional. It says, Heavenly Father, I choose to turn to you when I feel unworthy. You never resist a surrendered heart. I ask you to forgive all my failures and poor choices. I receive your grace and take my place as your child. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 I hope this spoke to you in a special way. And we will be back next week with our next episode. Love y'all. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.